Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Well, I, I learned something. And it's sharing time. And I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that he allows me to learn in my life. One of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons. Challenges brings about some of my best results. 
I think what I'm trying to say is in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. So here's here's what I've, you know, I've, I've known this, but I, I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but I, I can't tell you how true it is. God being fair and just as he really is. He really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy more than anything else. I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me and then for him just touching my life the way he has, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you if you look at it. Is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive? If you look at it, see, God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he put more on you than you can bear? If you've noticed, Everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was. Got that. But you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it, how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection. You lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't ain't but two forces at work at all times. It's good and evil is positive and negative is God is Satan. Now, this this is at work all the time. So if you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If If you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now. Look who you letting step in. So now I'm I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example, if God has given you blessings, and all you're doing is complaining about them. 
You're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it. Why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and and wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have. As minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no no, no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I I am busy. But it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that, you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it, because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself and I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time. For everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings. And your appreciation and gratitude is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? (laughs) Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. 
all new customers, existing customers. That means everyone, everybody, everybody, whatever big juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. It is upon us. It is a new day. Today is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm starting it off glad already. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I sure appreciate the ride, man. Because the ride up until now, as bumpy, as rough, as difficult, as challenging it has been, I want to thank you for it. I have enjoyed it because the outcome, whoo, been all right. I ain't like the route sometimes, but I sure appreciate the ride. I did not understand the route, but I do appreciate the destinations you done took me to. Thank you. Now, if you'd have told me I was going to have to take this route, I'd have asked, could I sell tomatoes or something? (laughs) But you didn't have to do it, but you did. And for that, I'm grateful. Shirley Strawberry. Woo, you just got to trust him, Steve. You just got to trust him. (laughs) Man, ain't you? He going to get you there. Yeah. He going to test you along the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He going to set you up with some challenges. Mm -hmm. He going to see if you really mean it or not. But he gonna eventually get you there. That's right. Good morning. Call her for real. That's right. The journey. It's the journey. Good morning. What's up, crew? Junior. You can't be grateful and depressed at the same time. I know that. It's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) If you are depressed, name 15 things that you're grateful for Mm -hmm. and watch the depressing end. Immediately. Mm. Because gratitude is joy. Joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. You can't be joyful and depressed at the same time. Happy Mm. sad. Happy Happy sad. 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 Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building, baby. On our way to Easter. Versus. Uh, And after Easter is versus. Right after after Easter is versus. (laughs) Swiss Swiss named and dropped it out on Instagram. It's, it's on it's online now. Okay. You know what okay. they did? They showed the clip of me, Kings of Comedy, introducing Earth Wind and Fire. So uh-huh. <laughs> you I showed would you mind? I had that suit. I, you know what? I might have that suit that I wore on the Kings. You tripping like now? You reminiscing yeah. wearing yeah. throwback yeah. suits? No, I can't you wear. You gonna get an old suit no. though? No, I feel too. <laughs> no, I'm gonna come I up in you there. Had all of his suits cut down. No, I'm gonna come. Oh, I ain't got none of them. But I, I wore them one Thanksgiving. I wore them one Halloween on my TV show. I wore the Kings of Comedy suit on Halloween. Oh. I had it. Mm-hmm. I felt like a fool. <laughs> Full it was a blown costume. Fool. It is now. Back then, it was my it was my clothing. <laughs> now it even it's a suit. costume. Dog, it's a damn shame, man. <laughs> but 
No, I'm going to be clean, man, but it's going to be such an honor to be there, man, sitting between them two legends, man. It's gonna, I'm going to try not to cry. Yeah, I'm going to try not to cry. But I'm right, an emotional well, uh, man, though. I just got to come to terms yeah, with that. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Sister Odell is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's Woman Crush Wednesday. And our girl, Sister Odell, you can hear her in the background. She's coming up to the mic, making her way. She's in the building. He is amazing. <laughs> Praising the me. Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Every step of Thank the way. You. <laughs> hey, good morning, everyone. Hey. Good morning, good morning Sister Odell. Odell. Ooh, I'm excited. It's Easter week. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes, Easter week, you know, uh-huh. going to, you know, praise him and give honor to the one of the greatest days ever for Christians, you know, the resurrection and everything. That's yes, right. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But right after that, though. <laughs> What's happening after that? Oh, Jesus, I heard Steve uh-huh. is going to be with uh, Earthy Wind and I and Ali and him. Yeah, just let it happen. Uh, yes, ma'am. Run Alley. Yes, ma'am. Run Alley and Earthenium. Girl, I'm going to be there. <laughs> oh, you going to be there? Mm-hmm. I knew all of them. Oh, you mm, knew you know, Maurice yeah. White and everyone, huh? All Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ronald Isley now. All of his brothers. Oh, no. I knew Earth, Wind, and Fire's daddy. They had a group. Oh. What, what was the name, was the of, the name of the group? Rain, Sleet, and Snow. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> what else could it have been? Uh, oh, that was a group, but, but they was a gospel group, though. Oh, yes, man. They was yes, rain, sleet, and snow. Yes, man. Mm, and yes, then Maurice and Verdine is brothers, you know. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. their daddy, you know, Clarence. Clarence White. Oh, oh. you knew Clarence, Mr. Clarence. Had rain, sleet, and snow. And then Verdine and... um. Philip, bro- I mean, Verdine and Maurice broke off and made a heaving group. Oh, a heaving. Secular. Secular. <laughs> secular music. That's what I was going to ask Started you. Started singing you in gonna... clubs and everything. Oh. You were Almost you broke their daddy heart till the money started coming in. <laughs> yeah, it was more lucrative. Well, they got all right then. <laughs> yep, Clarence managed them for a while. Who oh, did he? Clarence. Clarence White. Well, Sister Odell, Steve is, mm-hmm. um, you know, going to host the mm. versus battle. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I was, yeah. Mm. Do you have any suggestions on what he should wear? He's he's struggling with that a little bit. Girl, you know, girl. He wants to be right mm. with it. Let him have on, it. Tear their mouth out, Steve. <laughs> Tear their mouth out. Don't run them. Don't cut them. No slack. Uh-huh. But you got to be respectful now because the, the, it is about Ron Ashley and 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 and, and, Earth and them. Uh-huh. You know, so mm-hmm. you, can, you don't want to you don't want to come in there and be too. But you, it's gonna be hard to outdress them because Ronald been been in pimp mode so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you just say pimp? Pimp oh, mode. Yeah, oh, been dressing like I've a never pimp heard you use since. that phrase, pimp well, mode. Well, you know, you got to call it like it is. You know, and then you know. You know, uh, Ronald gonna be dressed like a pimp, and uh, and then uh, Erwin and Fire they gonna be dressed like strippers. So, <laughs> there it is. Pimps and strippers. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Sister Odell. They gonna have vests and shingles and shiny stuff. You know, I ain't always been saved now, Carly. Uh, you know, Lord got to save you from something. 
Amen. You know, I remember the first. I remember the first triple. Uh, huh? Who was the first the very first one? Mm-hmm. Who was the first triple? Bojangles. What? What? Bojangles before he met I that little white a... girl, Shirley Temple. He was a stripper. But uh, I thought he was a very respectable uh, dancer. He was after he got saved, but before that he was a stripper. <laughs> Bojangles. He used to work down at the speakeasy. Oh. Mm-hmm. After uh-huh. our joint. Uh-huh. He had a stripper name? Hermes Place. Who? Bojangles, you have a stripper name? That was it, Bojangles. <laughs> he just kept it when he met the little white girl, Shirley Temple. You don't move on. <laughs> All right. All right. So- just a little black history. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in the news lately about old person smells. You know how some <clears throat> older people, they have a, a distinctive um Fragrance, we'll just say each one does, it's separate because you know, now there's a scientific explanation for it. Old people smell, so I know Uh, what it is. Um, what is it? Will you tell us your version? Well, it's called near death, yeah, that's why it has a little tang to it. (laughs) You know, it's just a little tang on old people, you know. Uh (laughs) Well. Sister Odell, according to a study mm. in the Journal of Investigative Dermatology, the old people smell is caused by a chemical in the body called two-nominal. Yeah, and there's that. Two-nominal? Yes, ma'am. Two-nominal. Mm-hmm. This old you got two-nominal? Mm-hmm. No, two-nominal is close to terminal. Oh. <laughs> I just told you oh, they was near death. Uh-huh. It's too nominal. If you're terminal, you smell a certain way. Oh, yeah. And there is some bad news to go with that. The study says it's an unavoidable part of aging, and good hygiene does nothing to help that. Hmm. I don't have that. I never had that. No, ma'am. I've been smelling like carnation milk since I was 14. (laughs) (laughs) I smell just like carnation milk. Open the can and then come over here by me. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is fresh. Yes, ma'am. Yep, that's me. Carnation milk. Okay. You know, I got a friend of mine. She real clean too. She smelled like Eagle Brand. Oh, okay. Condensed Ooh, milk, just as sweet yeah. as she wanna be. My mm. grandbaby smelled just like Eagle Brand milk, just as sweet. Then I got a grandbaby smell like Domino sugar. Then I got one baby, he eating meat. Started eating meat soon as he started cutting teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Wow. His little ass smell like hot garbage. <laughs> Girl, he put some stuff in the diaper. You ain't, I'm telling you, like a grown man. Like his ass been drinking Hennessy and taking penicillin his whole life. My oh, husband Lord. had to wear the pins. He started using the bathroom on himself, and I left him. Oh, Sister Odell. <laughs> Sister Odell, we got to get out of here. Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back is up next. Thank you, Sister O. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anna standing by with today's national news and trending entertainment news. Uh, Migo star Quavo and his ex-girlfriend, now Sweetie, had an elevator altercation. It was caught on video. Also in trending news, what in the devil is wrong with Lil Nas X? Oh, my goodness. Uh, what in you guys the have heard world? About I this. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. This is craziness is right here. 
Plus, uh, President Biden's dog, Major, had another biting incident. Oh, he we got to go. talk about all of these stories. He yeah. got to go. Yeah, no, your yeah. ass got to go now. <laughs> At the top of the hour. Right oh, now, man, the nephew man. is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, <laughs> Nath? This right here is divorce papers. Uh, you and Steve know all about this here. Divorce papers. Stop. Let's go. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yes? I am trying to reach a Jones, please. My name is Attorney Gidry from the Mission uh, Law Firm. Is she available? Yeah, this is she. How you doing, ma'am? I'm actually trying to get some business rectified. Um, dealing with your divorce that took place, I guess, over the last seven whole years. Am I correct? Correct. You guys had some property that you owned together, I believe, in Avondale. Am I correct? Correct. I'm looking at your paperwork here, Miss Jones. I'm still a Jones. Okay. I, now, we're getting down to the property, and that seems to be where the problem lies. You sold it as you both went and, and split your ways. Right. Um, looking at the paperwork that I have here, it seems like it was filled out incorrectly. I don't know how seven years has passed for this to come back and, and fall on my desk to be uh, to get rectified. But um, whatever the dividends were that you guys took and, and, and shared, that you're now looking as if you're owing Mr. Jones an additional $18,000. What? How is that? Ma'am, I don't know. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I wanted to bring this information to you and see how we can get it rectified. Uh, I'm not looking for you to have that much money uh, available at uh, today, but I do know as, a, as an attorney for Mr. Jones, I must say that we're trying to get it taken care of as soon as possible. Oh, uh, wait a minute. How, wait, wait, let's back this up. How do I owe him eighteen thousand? I'm, I'm, I'm. Every, For what reason? Well, the paperwork here, ma'am, seems to be. Yeah, what the paperwork say? It wasn't supposed to be fifty percent, fifty percent between you, you all. It should have been seventy-five, twenty-five, and he being seventy-five percent of the property owed to him and twenty-five percent. Oh no, I don't know how. What uh, you know, Louisiana is a community practice, and how could he get seventy-five percent and I get twenty-five? Uh, from my understanding, that he paid most of the bills when you guys were living together, and that don't have anything to do with that. No, he didn't pay most of the uh, bills. I worked and contributed too. Right, and I understand that. But my understand from what I have here on the paperwork, and and I understand that you had some contribution to it, but it just seems like you did not um contribute as much as he did. And yes, indeed, I never heard no like this. I do apologize, ma'am, but what I do need you to do is, is definitely not use that type of language while I'm on the phone, okay? Well, look, I don't really have to talk to you because I know I don't know. I don't owe no Jones, no $18,000, and he didn't overpay me because it was community property. I had two children for him. I left with none. He had everything, and there's no way. I'm going to pay him no $18,000. Ma'am, I hate to get a little abrupt with you, but you are going to pay this $18,000. Now, that's going to happen. Now, if I, if I have to garnish your check and do it, then that's the way it will have to be done. But the money will be coming to Mr. Kirk Jones in the sum of 18000 Call her back in. Yeah. Look, don't you hang up on me again. Now, if I have to put a lien on your property or put a lien on your ass, which one do you want? Look, and you don't talk to me like that. I talk to you because any way I, don't I want know to. What you talked about because once I went to court, that all that was over with. You're gonna pay eighteen thousand dollars. That's what you're gonna do. Uh huh. Now I don't want to have to come to your house, ma'am, to pick up this money, but I will. I'm not working. 
I want to know how do I have to pay him 18000 See, you're not working. That's our problem from the start. That's why it wasn't 50-50. That's why it was 75-25, because you were not Hell holding no, up your... Baby. I work all through the year. I've stayed that man 26 years, and I worked. Well, what is your butt doing now? Nothing. Well, there we go. That seems to be the root of our problem, isn't it? No, it ain't the rule of no problem because I want to know how did Kirk could get a 18%. And Louisiana is a community property. He had his lawyer there and I had my lawyer. He agreed to it and that was that. So I don't know how I owe him 18000 Ma'am, that's the way the problem was. Evidently, you didn't read the paperwork that you signed when you and Kirk separated seven years ago. Now, if you didn't read your paperwork correctly, this is why it comes back to bite you in your butt. Oh, no, it's not because I had a lawyer. And and he had his lawyer. We agree with everything. was back and forward. And we agree with everything. He signed a paper, and that was that. Well, maybe you didn't have a lawyer that was worth a damn who didn't read the bottom of the paperwork himself. And I had a lawyer and thought I had a good lawyer. That that And I understand that, ma'am, and that happens a lot of, a lot of times. I can't believe that. And I, I had two children struggle with him, and we got what we got by both of us work, and this he going to come back and tell and oh, no. I'm going to fight this. Well, when can we expect a payment starting to work on this 18000 I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to get a date or something where I can start getting $500 from you per month or something like that. Yes, indeed, 500 a month. I haven't worked. I was working. Up. When you want to sit, I don't think I should have to tell tell you all this because I need to get talk to me a lawyer because I'm not agreeing to anything because I don't think that no, it's not fair. I tell you... Give me a deadline because I'm going to have to get me a lawyer. As an attorney, I'm trying to keep my composure. As an attorney, ma'am. How do you have the right? And I, I don't have no say so over this. Are you, are you, have you remarried? No, I haven't. Okay. You, you realize if I don't get the money, uh-huh. then I don't get paid. Right. Listen, I'm going to be down in your area uh, probably on Wednesday. Do you think you and I can get together and probably talk about this? Because I want to help you as much as I can. Yeah, because I don't think it's fair to me. Wednesday, where I'm not, I could be there. Well, you think that maybe uh, you and I can get together maybe and work something out? Yeah, because I know I'm not, I mean, I cannot afford to pay Jones no $1,800. He done took the house from me for little or nothing. And I tell you what, I'll do this. I won't, I won't tell Mr. Jones anything, but only on one condition. That's me and you being able to work this thing out behind closed doors. What you mean work it out? I mean work it out. What do you mean? What do you think I mean? I don't know. Tell me. You know, like I'm a, dumb. Some relations or something. Really? Why would you want a relationship with me? Not relationship. You don't even know me. Not relationship, but just you know, maybe kind of kick. Take care of you what way? I'm dumb. I don't know. I don't know nothing about life. I think you know a whole lot about life. No, I don't. But why is you messing with me? I just want to see if we can maybe get together. I'll throw all this paperwork out, and I'll let you know it's not possible. But, I, but I'm if you not meet me, up. you meet me Wednesday, I'll make this thing go away. I don't believe this. I tell you what else you ain't gonna believe. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Janice. <laughs> you no good. <laughs> air, huh? <laughs> I got Janice on the phone. I got her, I got her grandbaby on the phone. And you just got <laughs> by the whole family. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm 
I'm going to kick your <laughs> <ass. laughs> <laughs> oh. shit. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Well, guys, in today's entertainment news, surveillance footage has uh, leaked showing a physical altercation between Quavo and Sweetie right before their breakup. Uh, TMZ reports that it all went down in the elevator of a North Hollywood apartment complex where she was living. Uh, The clip shows the two standing outside the elevator before she starts swinging on him. The wind-up scuffling... They wind up scuffling over an orange Call of Duty suitcase, which leads him to grabbing her arm and swinging her into the elevator wall. She wound up falling on the floor while Quavo looked down at her. This altercation happened uh, last year, months before they publicly announced their split. So now we're kind of seeing into why the big breakup happened. Yeah. That's that was not ugly good. right that's, there. That was that's ugly. Yeah. Toxic. No, man, that's I just wish good. that I wish I could. I look, 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 look. I know nowadays that people say, hey, look, you know, don't put your hands. I I strongly suggest to young women nowadays, do not put your hands on these young dudes because no. they are not raised this way anymore. So young women, it, it, please don't swing on these dudes. Because they not from the same school mm. of don't hit women, mm. uh, let a woman go. Now, let me say this to young men. I know this sound corny. Y'all think Uncle Steve always on one. But it is your duty as a man never to strike a woman. Hello. It is your, it is your obligation as a man to walk away. Go get in your car, take the slap, turn around, walk off. You man enough for that. Because it's too much for you to retaliate on these women. And it's no call for because it's, it's overwhelmingly overmatched most of the time. So, brothers, walk away. I don't care if she slap you, throw something at you. Right. I know you're mad. Go get in your car. Let some time pass. But please, brothers, don't hit these women. And no. now to young women out there today, please do not hit these young guys because they are not raised the same way. That nope. used to be a code. I mean, man, we would jump on you if we found out if you we, swung If we were there and it happened. Oh, dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no way. At our school, you 
if you a dude and you hit a girl, push her. And we mm-hmm. see you push her anything. Yeah. Hold up, man, what you doing? Mm-hmm. I don't care if she take a garbage can lid and slap you in the face with it. You can't do that to her. Take it. Take and, that and, I, and I mean, man, we went to her defense. I know you mad, but hold up, partner. You yeah. can't hit this girl. That's yeah. the era we from. That mm-hmm. era gone. Now, there's still some good dudes out there, but I, I, I recommend that you avoid. Thank you, Steve, for saying that. Uh, we're going to switch yes, gears sir. in other entertainment news. While President Biden's dog, Major, is back in the doghouse again mm-hmm. after a new mm-hmm. biting incident at the his White House. His ass got to go. He got yeah. to go. No! Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, while on his walk, Major bit somebody, and uh, that person was treated for injuries but then returned to work. Both of President uh, Biden's dogs, both Major and Champ, just got back to the White House. Remember they well, you were know, there? Uh, they had see, to leave all for training? This no. Uh, God. What? No. If you keep biting human beings, you got to go. That's what they do. I'm telling you right now. But it's the president's dog. It ain't going to happen. Well, let's at least let him bite Trump before he leave. Let's let he him bite Trump needs... before he leave. Let him bite. <laughs> what? What? That was just, can we but get that... him around there yeah. just to get one bite? Take him down that's to all... Mar-a-Lago and let him work through it. Oh, that's what you mean, Tommy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies right, and gentlemen. Miss <laughs> Ann Tripp. And good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp. Okay. On day two of the Derek Chauvin George Floyd murder trial, the prosecutor yesterday focused on witnesses to the killing. A security guard and mixed martial artist named Donald Williams continued his testimony from the day before, saying he watched Derek Chauvin reposition his knee a lot to keep Mr. Floyd's neck under the most pressure, and he knew that to be a deadly move called a blood choke. In fact, Mr. Williams said he called the cops on the cops that day to report a murder. After that, a Minneapolis firefighter named Genevieve Hansen said she was off duty and offered to help, but one of the three officers at the site essentially told her to scram. He was being restrained, but he wasn't moving. Officer Chauvin seemed very comfortable with the majority of his weight balanced on top of Mr. Floyd's neck. Um, in my memory, he had his hand in his pocket. He looked so comfortable. Had they let me into the scene, I would have wanted someone to call 911 for the paramedics and fire to come. I would have been worried about his a spinal cord injury because he had so much weight on his neck. And Hansen told the court that she saw, quote, multiple officers leaning over Mr. Floyd's body and pressing the majority of their full weight onto him, too. That would have been on the other side of the car. The dispatcher who sent out the call that day, she says she watched what was happening on a live feed, and she was so disturbed by what she saw that she alerted her supervisor. And the then 17-year-old Darnella Frazier, the young lady that made the video, told the court what she saw and felt that day. I heard George Floyd saying, I can't breathe. Please get off of me. I can't breathe. He, He cried for his mom. He was in pain. It seemed like he knew. It seemed like he knew it was over for him. By the way, the ex-cop is getting some hefty financial assistance from a state police group, the Minneapolis Police and Peace Officers Association's Legal Defense Fund, according to USA Today, is paying for up to a dozen other attorneys who are working on Derek Chauvin's behalf behind the scenes. Derek Chauvin fired from the force only one day after the chief of police saw that nine-minute video seen around the world. 
Dr. Deborah Birx, who headed up Donald Trump's coronavirus task force, tells CNN that the Trump administration's late and inadequate pandemic response may have cost as many as 400,000 American lives. And the Library of Congress preserving what it says is the sound of American history, adding 25 new entries, uh, pieces of Kermit the Frog to Cool and the Gang celebrate. That's right. It's all in there. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. Here's the question of the day, possibly of the week, month, year. What in the devil is going on with Lil Nas X? Seriously. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I saw that commercial. I, I mean, what do you do now? Have you seen these Satan shoes yeah, that he's I saw selling? This. I saw yes. I ain't seen yeah. this. Um, and, and he's, you know, the company that he's working with is being sued by Nike um, over the modified Air Max 97s. Get the number now. All 666 pairs of the custom shoes sold out yesterday for over $1,000 each. Let me tell you something, man. I wouldn't have been nowhere near. No. What? That no, number, 666. And yeah. they got blood in the soles the of the blood, shoe. yeah. And they yeah. got that satanic pentagon mm-hmm. on yeah. the top yeah. as a on tassel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they blood sold all 666 pairs. And you know, man, you, young people, man, we just so they so misguided, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, this little dude right here. Now, I just I didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago. This is the same dude that did the big hit song. Mm-hmm. I'm on the take uh, my horse mm-hmm. yeah. down. Old Town, Old Town Road. Road. Yeah. yeah, I took it out my phone. Um, mm-hmm. I took it out my phone when I saw it. Well, you know, man, and he he kind of went his little video where he on yeah. the stripper pole and everything and uh-huh. all this and. He goes to hell. I mean, you know, man. He Did he do a one. lap dance with the devil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all that. Yeah. yeah. Go on with that. And the shoes also have a, a Bible verse uh, on um, uh, Luke yes, 10, do. 18 on the shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, don't play with this. Keep them shoes off your feet, okay? Hey, they're sold out, Steve. They're sold out. I don't want nothing got Satan name on <laughs> oh. it. No, dog, 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 the little clear part of the soul got blood in it. Yeah. yeah. Ain't but, that crazy? Yeah. But you know who's cool with all of this, though? Who? The Church of Satan. Mm-hmm. They probably bought the majority of the shoes. Yeah, they like the Satan sneakers. Uh, they say uh, the, the shoes embrace the essence of Satanism, which apparently includes being your true self, living life to the fullest, and personal achievement. Yeah, well, I do all that as a Christian now. Yeah, so. don't mm. even try it with that. Well, throw in, throw, put in there going to hell, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. You're leaving out that part right and there. After you live everywhere. your life to the fullest and do what you want to do, uh-huh. you bring your ass right on down to hell. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Hey, man, people, listen to me. Talk, talk to your scary. young people. Don't let young people get it. Oh, it's just, it's just a shoot. Don't get caught Lord up that. in that. No, Get, my kids ain't coming in my house with these Satan shoes on. I'm telling you that right now. No. They better not. They're not, not coming in my them. house with them on. Yeah. Well, who got a thousand dollars to give you to buy these shoes? They have a thousand dollars. I mean, uh, they sold out. Mm-hmm. Hell shoes. Dog, shoes. if they make six hundred sixty-six more, they'll sell it. They could do. They could do five runs of them shoes and they'll sell out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, coming up at thirty-four minutes after the hour, a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. Uh, Steve, this one is from Lisa in Athens, Georgia. She says, "I listen to your show online." 
And I want to tell you that your relationship advice has helped me in my relationship with a wonderful black man I'm dating. He's my best friend, a great lover, and he means the world to me. There's just one issue that we don't agree on. We've been mm. together for seven months, and I'm ready to meet his mother and his sister, but he never invites me to his house when they visit him. Do I press the issue or be patient? Mm. Well, I mean, he's not going to introduce you to him because he ain't decided if you're the one yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just so I can't sugarcoat this thing for you. If he refuses to introduce you to his mother right now, it's because he's still deciding if you the one or not. That's it. Right. It's all yep. to it. This it's none it's no other reason. Yep. When you the one, he gonna introduce you to his mama. When you ain't the one, you'll never meet her. Mm-hmm. Not taking you to meet my mama. Mm-hmm. Same thing I've discovered with girls and their fathers. When you're not the one, they don't bring you to the daddy. Yeah, yeah, and mm. you know that because you're the daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know not to bring him to you. Hide his ass if you want to. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, moving on. This one's from Mike in Fort Lee, New Jersey. He says, my wife and I live in an apartment and we're newlyweds. I handle my business in the bedroom regularly and my wife used to curse, talk smack, and even yell sometimes while we're intimate. It was a turn-on for me, but our neighbors started complaining. We got a letter from our landlord stating that we can get evicted if we don't quiet down. So now my wife doesn't make any noise at all during sex. Does this mean she was faking it? No. It means she's trying to stay in that damn apartment. (laughs) Don't nobody want to get put out because your ass is bringing it? Hello. <laughs> One more time, Steve. Up in here. Don't nobody want to get put out just because you in here bringing it. Yeah. Dog, you're still bringing it, but y'all need somewhere to stay. Uh, right. <laughs> you need shelter. Yeah. The same effect from the call. Hollering. And let me tell you something. Shelter is way more important than hollering out loud. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh! If you do that one more time, you're going to get put out. Come home from work, all your stuff is outside. <laughs> Not a good look. Listen to this Bring it down low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be hollering in a pillowcase. <laughs> 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 I have a tube tox, t- tube sock stuck in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of geriatric building is this? And they live. They can't Old even. Ass building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Adrian in Cincinnati, CLO says, I'm a 23-year-old married woman, and I've been married since I was 18. My husband is 25, and he takes care of all of our household expenses, and I'm supposed to cook daily and keep the house clean. I've dreamed of having my children at a young age, but my husband isn't ready for kids. He told me that I need to learn to take care of a house before I can raise children. I feel him getting more and more controlling. How do I stop this? Ooh, there ain't but one surefire way to stop it. But I don't know if it's a deal breaker or not, but you have a say-so in your life. I don't know why. He can only be controlling if you allow it. Mm. A man can't control you if you don't allow him to control you. Now, you all, obviously, he ain't ready for kids and you dreamed of having it. Y'all didn't discuss it. You've been married since you're 18, you're 23, but he done told you you can't have no kids. You learn how to clean the house. What the hell they got to do with cleaning the house? What does child rearing yeah. have to do with house cleaning? Yeah, he is controlling. 
No, 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 no. See, he running game. Mm. He trying mm. to make that an issue. Mm. Mm. You know. The, the, the house, because he doesn't want kids. Hey, listen so to me. You know, way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just tell him, hey, look, I want somebody that want kids. Bye. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Watch. Watch yeah. how that changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch this hill. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. Great advice as always. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, his body count is too high. Yeah. His body count is too high. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. We're going to get to the... You know, strawberry letter in just a bit, but the nephew's right now, right now, though. You got Neff right now. Right now, we right are now. hooking up at the daycare. Hooking oh. up at the daycare. Yeah, daycare let's go now. get them. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to reach Frida. This is Frida, and who is this? You don't know me. My name is uh, Lonnie. Lonnie. I I know I wanted to call you. I've been looking, for, trying to get your phone number actually for like about the last about two weeks now. What do you need uh, my number for, baby? Can you get on with it because I, I'm on lunch break. I'm trying to hear me my lunch, and I need you to come on with it. Okay, now is your um your husband is? Uh, <laughs> what is your name again? My name is Lonnie. Lonnie. Okay. Okay, and you asking about my husband. Now, what about Yes, that's my husband. See, the problem I'm, I'm having, Miss uh, Frida, is that I, I I looked through my wife's cell phone about two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and, and I found out that this actual phone number belonged to your husband named and he he been text messaging her. And, stop right and, there. Stop, stop, stop right Wait a minute, because, it, but see, th- let me finish, though. He he been text messaging her different uh text messages and stuff about he wanna meet up with her and, and how she looked the other day and stuff like this here. But uh-huh. then but then even worse than this here is he, you know, done sent some 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 pictures of himself, some some naked pictures on the on the uh on 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 the cell phone. Baby please, so, baby, 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 please. No, no, sir. Not I know not because if anything, if he's texting anybody, need to be an employer about a job. I, I know you're not telling me. Who, baby? Who is your wife? What's your name again? What's your name again? My name is Lonnie, and my 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 wife name is, is my wife name is Denise. 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 Mm-mm, that ain't registering with me. I, I, I don't. We pretty much have an open relationship where we kind of communicate, and mm-mm, I, don't, I don't know nothing about no Denise. And we okay, have, we let me ask you this. Together. Okay. Do 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 your husband's last four digits on his phone is sixty eight twenty two? Yeah, that would be the last four digits. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not trying to call you. You know, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed in my wife because of these text messages and these pictures and stuff. You know, I'm I'm the one. I, that's why I say, okay, I need to call this man's wife right here and see what you know. Do she okay, even know it? Uh-uh. I need you to wait a minute, back up, baby. Be quiet for a minute. Look here, okay. Denise, you're Lonnie. Okay, where they supposed to admit it? What, what? Uh, you know, because we used to go everywhere together when we go. To, first of all, the don't work. Let's let's go there. He does not work. 
Uh, okay, so I don't know where it is when he got when he generally when he leaves the house we're together. So I, where did they meet? With what? How did how did they meet two weeks ago? You say because oh I'm listening to you now. You got well, my I don't opinion. I don't know if they met two weeks ago. I'm just I just found uh, him in the cell phone two weeks ago. That's what I'm saying now. You say if you saying he don't work, then evidently it must be during the day while you gone or something. I don't do. I mean you you say you on your lunch break right now. Yeah, uh-huh. And where okay. is your wife right now? Wait a minute. Where, do you know where your wife is right now? Uh, Well, she's supposed to be at, at work right now. And you know what? I just called. He told me he was going to get in the tub. And when I called back, it was taking a long. He used it. it uh-huh. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. If I ain't have to go back in this hospital, baby, baby, baby. Yeah. Where is your wife? I need you to get to. We need to see where your wife is. Well, see, my wife works at a... Uh, at a, at a, now, hold, wait a minute. Do y'all have do y'all have kids? Hell yeah, we got kids, and that's my problem. That's why I'm so upset. I'm working all day. I get up at four in the morning to make sure I got everything prepared for the whole day. Got to get the kids ready. We have three kids: one, two, and three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have now, three now, here, kids. He, the, the, is he the one? Because see, I, I pro, is do he? Because my wife works at a at a daycare. Do he drop them off at a daycare? Don't start. You, 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 baby. You dr- is getting deeper. If I get to this, what daycare does your wife work at, baby? Because I see, mm-mm, mm-mm. don't start me. Yeah, he's dropping them off. Okay. Uh-huh. If you tell me tonight, baby, just tell me. If, babe, I prom, I swear, Lonnie. Now, now she's been at this place called Children's Academy. You are for- Lie. You better not tell me this non-working is with the that's supposed to be watching our kids. See, oh, see, nah. see. I'm already oh, nah. and see, but see, I'm already upset and been upset about this here for the last. I've been holding it for the last two weeks. I've been holding it. it ain't said nothing till the next. Why are you holding it? Why are you holding it? Y'all crazy. Will, why is you? Are you should have been called me. What? This a, oh, this a when he get his. Let me tell you something. I get up at four every morning. And this I go to, I have to be to work for six thirty every morning. I get to that damn hospital. I slave all day. Then come home and slave for him. Try to make sure he feels good as a man, although he's not working. You know it wasn't his fault he got laid off. But hey, I want him to feel good, although he's not working. Cause you know y'all don't feel too good when you're not working. So I wanted him to feel good. I tell the kids, you know, it's gonna be okay. But I bet you this got that. Wait a minute, now, cause that. She's my wife. Don't be f***ing her. She's my wife. Not not. Wait a minute. Now, but wait a minute. See, I told you it was ignorant because, see, you should have been calling me long ago. Let me tell you how you ignorant, too. See, she's a first of all because she said she too up. She said he raised that up. She don't know how to play the game. And she with my husband, and he's sending her naked pictures. He ain't got to be showing her no way. Trust me, it ain't worth showing. I was just with him because he was a good man. I guess my is dumb too. Oh, when I get well, well, on this, little I was gonna ask you this here because don't ask. What do you want to ask? What can you ask me? You just told me this here is with your wife, some named Denise. Yes, that's what I said. And this is the that's watching the twins, baby. We have twins. Do you hear me? Can I say something else to you? I don't need you to say a. Can I say one more thing? What the do you need to say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) You just got pranked by your husband, (laughs) Gerald.
Your stupid ass is why you stupid too. Yeah. Stupid ass in there. What is you holding it for two weeks for? Yeah. You should have been there called me. Your stupid ass in there sitting on this for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, God. You better not. It better not be down there at the. She worked at this little academy called so and so. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, no, he. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> she was funny. Oh, man. Oh. I gets up every morning mm-hmm. down here at 4.30, making sure everybody get off. Woo. Mm. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Stupid. That was funny. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. His body count is too high. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Attention, Steve Harvey Nation. Join our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, in in the fight for the Senate to pass the For the People Act. Uh, The For the People Act incorporates key measures that are urgently needed right now, including automatic voter registration and other steps to modernize our elections and national guarantee of free and fair elections without voter suppression. Go to whenweallvote.org to contact your senator today. Stay woke, please. Stay woke. Our work is not done here. Uh, It is not. We have a long way to go, and we must stop voter suppression. 
All right, we're going to switch gears here because it is time now for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You hear that? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, his body count is too high. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married two years to a man that is my everything. Things were great for the past two years, but now the marriage may be over. I found out that I'm married to a prostitute. A week ago, a week ago, my husband and I went to purchase two new tires for my car. My husband claimed he was testing out the new tires and he sped out of the parking lot and onto the service road. Uh, there was a policeman on the lot, so he flashed his lights for my husband to pull over. I thought my husband would get a warning for speeding or a speeding ticket. The officer ran my husband's driver's license and came back to our car. He told my husband that he was going to let him go and told him to be sure to complete his community service and stay out of trouble. I just knew this policeman had my husband confused with someone else, but my husband hung his head and said thanks, and he was sweating like crazy. I asked a million questions, and my husband said it was time for him to tell me a big secret. When we got home, he fixed me a glass of wine and told me that he was arrested for prostitution three years ago. And that would have been right what? around the time we met. He said he had regular clients, mostly older ladies, and he'd been doing it since he was in college. He said he got arrested at a hotel he usually met his clients at. He was charged with prostitution in order to pay a fine and do community service. He admitted that he slept with almost 30 women, and he's only 29 years old. Would he have ever confessed if he didn't get pulled over? What should I do now? Wow. What do you want to do now? That is the question. I mean, everyone has a past. Everyone has a past. And while it may not be uh, being arrested for prostitution, it could be a past dealing drugs, uh, uh, in that life, white collar crime, jail time for misdemeanors, etc. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. And, And yes, I know it sounds crazy, the prostitution thing, and it is for sure. But no matter how and when he told you, you know now. He had to tell you. Uh, I think in this case, it was more um, that he was embarrassed to tell you than anything. I think he was more just embarrassed. So the question becomes, has he left that old lifestyle? Has he left it behind? And is he a good husband to you now? You said uh, two, two years ago you married a man that's your everything. So does he treat you well, or is he still dibbling and dabbling in his past with these older ladies and being a prostitute and all of that? That's what you have to think about, uh, and, and that's what you should base your decision on uh, about whether to stay or leave him. You ask the question, what should, she, what should you do now? Those are the things you have to ask yourself. And again, everyone has a past. Everyone has a past. I'm surprised. Um, you don't know. Well, maybe, like I said, he was just embarrassed to tell you that part about him. Steve? Well, this letter right here is really nothing to get to except the one thing. You're saying mm-hmm. that your husband's body count is too high. Because he got pulled over by the police, his past resurfaced. 
The officer ran his driver's license, came back to the car, told your husband he was going to let him go and be sure to complete his community service and stay out of trouble. Now, it don't say what you community service for. Maybe. I don't know. It could they, they probably know what it was for. But just complete your community service and stay out of trouble. Now, you thought it was a mistake, but your husband was sweating, hung his head down. You asked a million questions, and then your husband said he had a big secret for you. Got home, fixed your glass of wine, told you he was arrested for prostitution three years ago. That would have been right around the time we met. Okay. All right, no big deal. Everybody, as Shirley has so eloquently explained, everybody got a pass now. Everybody. Every, you got one. It's some stuff about you. He don't know everything about you. He don't know everybody you've been with. But he was doing some prostitution. <clears throat> now, if he was just out there like on Sunset or something, just passing it out to anybody and everybody, you have a problem. He was a gigolo, a male gigolo. Now, that, that does make it a little bit better if that's, he was just out on the block doing everybody. He was in call service. He was a gigolo. It happens. It hmm. ain't that bad if it was in his past. He loves you. Shirley said it. He treats you well. What is the problem? It is in his past. He's paying for it. He didn't change his ways. Now, if he's still prostituting, we have a problem. Yeah. But if he's not, and they was mostly older ladies. But see, you're saying only like 40, 50, they still fine. You don't understand now. Because he's 29. They still fine. All right, Steve, I know that that ain't helping you. Hold that thought. (laughs) But it is me a lot, though. It's helping me a lot. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, his body count is too high. Well, this letter is easy to recap because it's simple. Her husband had a secret. She didn't know what the secret was until they were pulled over by some police. And the police said to him, I'm going to give you a warning. Just make sure you complete your community service and stay out of trouble. She thought they were talking to the wrong man. She asked a million questions. Finally, he got home, made her a glass of wine, and said, I have a secret to tell you. Sat down and told his wife, three years ago, he was arrested for prostitution. Now, that is about the time that they met. So they've gotten married since then. She never knew this, and now this new news to her is devastating. The man was a prostitute, and his clients were older women, and he had been doing it since he was in college, and he now 29. Your husband was a gigolo. Gigolo! Get lonely, too. Come on, boy. Now, (laughs) is this bad? In his past, everybody has a past. Like I said before, he don't know everybody you've been with. And don't go in there and tell him either. No. Mm. And then you say in the letter, 
would he have ever confessed if he didn't get pulled over? No. <laughs> Mm-mm. Hell no, he wouldn't have. No. <laughs> We'd have went three more years. No, three more, Fatty. <laughs> Taking it to the grave. No, I took this to the grave. For what? So, you know, he trying to do his community service. He didn't want you to know. But he was man enough to sit down and tell you once it surfaced. Me, I still wouldn't have told you nothing. You wouldn't have? No. Mm-mm. Community service. I got to call somebody. I don't know what they talking about some damn community service. Yeah. Because I'm not going around picking up no trash with no uh, stick with the nail on the end of it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have still been. He didn't tell me, complete your community service. Or I'd have came up with something else. But he told you the truth. Mm -hmm. Now, he got to get credits for that. Now, here's your other problem. You said he admitted that he slept with almost 30 women. And he's only 29 years old. Lady. Listen more to me. Listen to me. It is more. Lady, yeah. lady listen to me. But listen to me. Don't let that number throw you off. Because if 30, 30 women make you a prostitute, a lot of my friends is manholes. I'm just going to tell you that right now. A whole lot of my friends is manholes. I'm just going to, a whole lot of my friends is manholes. 30 just a good ass summer. I'm not even going to go down my list. I'm not even. Your uh -uh. number. We're not even going to do that. Stop tripping on that number. Now, I know you think that's a high body count, but listen Mm -hmm. to me. In the scheme of things, Yes. For men. Straighten it out now. That is not a ridiculously high number. <laughs> it's not. I just want you it to understand like that. It sounds oh, like a lot. At 29. But 18 to 29. Okay. You, gotta you don't understand. Like that. That's 10 years. <laughs> yes. Carla, give him five. Years. Give him five listen, out of high school. Carla, give him that. I mean, for her. She's a But one. listen to me. Ten years, that ain't but three a year. Yeah. <laughs> so we, Who oh, ain't do that? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, the judging. You judging? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Who the can't nerve get three of y'all. What he do that at? Yeah. <laughs> Who can't get three a year? Who? <laughs> what is your punk ass doing? <laughs> I don't, dog, I'm sorry. Okay, when you break it down like that, yeah, it you can't sound even like sit in the locker yeah. room and say that. Yeah. yeah. Dog, how many did you have last year? Two? Two? <laughs> what? Yeah. You're out what the club. You doing? Are you what? single? Yeah. Mm. What the hell are you doing, dog? <laughs> Who? Who? She can't get gonna waste shit. your twenties. Your Man, birthday one? Dog, what are you talking about? <laughs> that, don't even, that don't make no sense. So I wouldn't let the number throw you. The yeah, body count. Don't worry about the body count. Okay. Your only concern is has he changed? Right. Uh. And as long as he's changed, that's just a part of his past. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It's okay. Everybody got a past. Mm -hmm. Hell, three in a year, I'd have had three wives. I can't even tell you how many fiancés I probably had. (laughs) Excuse me? No, when I was homeless, let me tell you something. When I was homeless, I think I asked about 12 people to marry me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get out that car, though. 
dozen. I think a dozen. in about six months. Did you have a, did you I have had proposed to 12 women in six months. That's you two have a, a month? Did you have rings? You was on a mission. Uh-uh. No, I had no ring. I had no money for no ring. I hadn't even slept with him. I just kind of love you. What you, what you doing, Sam? Just get married. Yeah, I, I need somewhere to stay. What the hell going on? All right, all right. Listen, post Don't your let that number throw you, little girl. <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? What's going okay. on? Okay, sure. But before we get to that, though, let me tell you, the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you pay your bills this tax season. Enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. I'm going to say it again. $2,500 cash. Enter and get the rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get 40 gigabytes for under $40 a month from Walmart Family Mobile, powered by T-Mobile. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Got it in. Now, in other sports news. <laughs> Let's go. Love, love my transition. Book. Yeah, book that. In other sports news, uh, the NBA's new Basketball Africa League Plans to make its long-awaited debut on May 16th. Africa? Yeah, in Africa, Tommy. In Rwanda. The new what? league will include 12 teams from across Africa playing its inaugural season in 26 games in Rwanda rather than the initial plan of playing in different countries in Africa. They call it the BAL, Basketball Africa League, which is a partnership between the NBA and the International Basketball Federation. Includes club teams from Africa and it's NBA's first collaboration to operate a league outside of North America. I think I like that's great that. for the NBA. I'm yeah. excited. I would like to go to one of these games because the halftime show is going to be amazing. I know these chilies that they got over there are going to be, I mean, they're going to be great. Oh. <laughs> Go with Steve Tom. when he goes to Africa. What? Real yeah. deal. Ain't nothing t- uh. there. No, no uh, injections. None whatsoever. No. Mm. Oh, I don't care who we, I don't care if it's Rwanda and Gonda playing. We don't even know the scope because the halftime show, the routines they going to put together with the <laughs> drum beat too. So, I guess we got to okay. go over there, Uncle, when you're doing Family Feud. I guess I'm going with you. You go to the game. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, mm. I got to get my back. Get you a ticket, Junior. Yeah, because the league's going to start. Yeah, get you a ticket. Yeah, yeah, the league's going to start, man. So, I'm pretty proud. That's a pretty good deal. But also, let me say this before I get out of here, though. Uh, okay. Uncle, I'm going back out on this on, on this road. Huh? I'm get, I got to get out of here. Got to go. Mm-hmm. Not going far, though. No. I can't take it. I'm performing. On April Fool's Day, I'm going on the road. Matter of fact, I'm going right down the street because I'm going to do the show in Atlanta at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. I'm not getting on the plane going to perform. I'm just going down the street on April Fool's Day, man. Dog, I got to get out here and tell these jokes, man. I got too much stuff yeah. to talk about, Tommy. Yeah. I got yeah. zip. It's bottled up, ain't it? Here, man. man, it's bottled up, man. But I'm excited to be back out here on stage, man. This is going to be crazy. April Fool's Day, and I'm a fool, too. Okay, here we go. Y'all get your yes. tickets now. Get your tickets. Oh, I got yeah. too much to talk about. First joke about them dogs on this TV all year long. Talk about that first. <laughs> all right, Junior, can't wait to see you. Congratulations. Coming up at the top of the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Yesterday, during the second day of the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, the young witness, 18-year-old Darnella Frazier, who recorded the video, testified that when she looks at George Floyd, she looks at her dad, her brother, and her uncle, and that could have been one of them. She also said there was a firefighter who came to the scene and asked to check Floyd's pulse, but the police officers would not let her pass. Frazier also said that she was scared because she fret, felt threatened at the scene when an officer moved to take out Mace. Wow. Uh, yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that yesterday at the trial. Yeah, it... it it's it's compelling to watch, and then it's kind of hard to watch. It's scary for me at the, at same, the same time. I can't, I'm gonna be you honest know? with you. I can't mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah, it's it, because it's a I, lot. I don't I don't want the anger all over again. Yeah. I'm already in a perpetual state of anger half the time, any damn way. Because <laughs> yeah. it's always something, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true, Steve. It's always something, and so. Hey man, I'm just waiting on the on on the on the verdict. On the verdict, yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to be three to four weeks on this trial, and how the defense are trying to turn things around and trying to say it was a bad yeah. area and a bad neighborhood. And I love how uh, Attorney Crump, Dave, do you have that sound bite when uh, Attorney Crump was saying how they're going to try to turn this around, flip it, mm-hmm. and talk about George Floyd's character and assassinate yeah. yeah. his character? Do. I think we got mm-hmm. some sound from uh, Attorney Crump having a press conference out there with a civil rights uh, attorney and media personality, Reverend Al Sharpton. We're not asking for anything extraordinary. We're asking for equal justice under the law. And newsflash, breaking news, we expect in just a few minutes you're going to hear opening arguments and they're going to take the playbook out, Reverend Allen. They're going to try to assassinate the character of George Floyd. For Lonas, they're going to call your brother everything but a child of God. And they're going to talk about, as much as they can, about his record. But his record isn't an issue. All right. Because this is the trial of Derek Chauvin. Breaking news. This is the trial of Derek Chauvin. Let's talk about his record. All right. 
Yes, Ooh, you can hear the passion. Go ahead, boy. Ben Crump's him. voice. You can hear it. You yeah. can hear it. You can hear it. And, and I mean, even yesterday when they tried to say that he died from um, uh, heart problems and coronary problems and or and all of that. Drugs. Uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah, drugs, yes, fentanyl and methamphetamine. Yeah. Ooh. Lord, yeah, Jesus. If you take the air from a healthy person, they're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. And, if and you take the air from Mr. Universe, he going to die. Mm-hmm. He in pretty good shape. If you take the air from one of the greatest track stars on the track today, he'll die. If you take the air from a world-class fighter, a boxer, if you if you strain his esophagus for eight minutes and forty six seconds, no, Steve, it's it now it's nine twenty nine when they play. The it tape don't take court. that long. The reason yeah. the man lasts that long because he was black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. We got to, we, we, we got to, we, not nines, where it depends on how many minutes. No, the reason it lasted 842 mm-hmm. is because of who he was, his will to live. Mm-hmm. Let me ask his you overcoming this. everything he's overcome in his life. That's how you can be on his neck for 847. Yeah. Take a regular ass person. I bet it don't take that long to kill him. Mm. That's right. That's right, Steve. Mm. Man, Rock don't away. miss me with this here. Yeah, this is just, whew, I tell you what. Don't convict this cop and see what happened. I- I'm telling okay. y'all right now. I'm telling you. I'm not calling for it, but I'm telling you. If this, if you let this man off this hook and he hmm. don't pay for killing this man, it's going to be a problem across this country. It ain't going to just be up there in in, in, in that state. No, sir. Yeah. No, it's going to be a real problem. Minnesota. All right. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tell me something good. Spelman College recently hit a historic milestone. The Atlanta-based HBCU received over 11,000 applications for the 2021-22 academic year. That's the highest application pool in the college's 140-year history, guys. President Dr. Mary Schmidt-Campbell gave credit to college admissions team on the excellent job on sharing the stellar opportunity with future leaders. Uh, the increased interest in Spelman is a testament to the college's reputation of graduating black women with a competitive edge who rise to leadership roles across industries oh, and impact positive change in their communities. Dr. Campbell explained that. She said, we're also excited that these bright young minds are seizing the opportunity to experience our unique liberal arts education by applying to Spelman. Wow. Yes. Congratulations, Spelman. My sister's That's alma mater right there, yeah. baby. Yes. Yes, In 140-year history. That's the most applications. Wow. What did you say, Tommy? you that's my baby sister's alma mater. She went to Spelman. My little yes. Tanya went to Spelman. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. And it. she's brilliant. She yes, is. She's Japanese fluently. I'm telling you, yeah. read a whole Japanese newspaper, you'd be wondering what the hell going on. <laughs> she's the genius of the family. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Clearly. Had have, clearly. Had somebody. <laughs> clearly. Surely really they wasn't counting on you. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
here's the question of the day, possibly of the week, month, year. What in the devil is going on with Lil Nas X? Seriously. I don't know. Oh, I yeah. saw that commercial. I, I mean, what do you do now? Have you seen these Satan shoes yeah, that he's I saw selling? This. I saw yeah. I ain't seen yeah. this. Um, and, and he's, you know, the company that he's working with is being sued by Nike um, over the modified Air Max 97s. Get the number now. All 666 pairs of the custom shoes sold out yesterday for over $1,000 each. Let me tell you something, man. I wouldn't have been nowhere near. No. What? That no, number, 666. And yeah. they got blood in the soles the of the blood, shoe. Yeah. And they yeah. got that satanic pentagon mm-hmm. on yes. the top yeah. as a um, tassel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they blood sold all the... 666 pairs. And you know, man, young people, man, we just so, they so misguided, man. Mm-hmm. I, this little dude right here. Now, I just, I didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago. This is the same dude that did the big hit song. Mm-hmm. I'm on the take, my, take my horse down the hook. Yeah. Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Yeah. Yeah. I took it out my phone. Um, I took it out my phone when I saw it. Well, you know, man, and he, he kind of went, his little video where he on yeah. the stripper pole and everything and all this and. He goes to hell. I mean, you know, man. He Did he do a one. lap dance with the devil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all that. Yeah. yeah. And, that. and the shoes also have a, a Bible verse uh, on um, uh, Luke yes, 10, do. 18 on the shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, don't play with this. Keep them oh, shoes man. off your feet, okay? Hey, they're sold out, Steve. They're sold out. I don't want nothing got Satan <laughs> name on it. Oh. <laughs> Dog, 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 the little clear part of the soul got blood in it. Yeah. yeah. Ain't but, that crazy? But you know who's cool with all of this, though? Who? The Church of Satan. Mm-hmm. They probably bought the majority of the shoes. Yeah, they like the Satan sneakers. Uh, they say uh, the, the shoes embrace the essence of Satanism, which apparently includes being your true self, living life to the fullest, and personal achievement. Yeah, well, I do all that as a Christian now. Yeah, so. don't mm. even try it with that. Well, throw in, throw, put in there, go in the hell, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. You're leaving out that part right and there. After you live your life to the fullest and do what you want to do, uh-huh. bring your ass right on down to hell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hey, man, people, listen to me. Talk, talk to your scary. young people. Don't let young people get it. Oh, it's just, it's just a shoot. Don't get caught no, up that. in that. No, that. My kids ain't coming in my house with these Satan shoes on. I'm telling you that right now. No. They better not. They're not coming in my house them. with them on. Yeah. Well, they who got a thousand dollars to give you to buy these shoes? Hello. They're a thousand dollars. Six hundred and sixty-six. I mean, uh, they sold out. Mm-hmm. Hell, shoes. Dog, shoe. if they make six hundred sixty-six more, they'll sell it. They could do. They could do five runs of them shoes and they'll sell out. Yeah. Coming up, it will be our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. 
They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, now, before we get to Steve Harvey's closing remarks on this, our last break of this day, Carla, we got to invite everybody to join us on Facebook Live for our happy hour this Thursday, 4 p.m., okay? It's on the Steve Harvey Morning Show page. It is going down tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Seagram's Escapes. Sip happiness. That's what we will be doing with our signature drinks. I need everybody to show up tomorrow at 4 p.m. on Facebook. Steve Harvey FM page on Facebook. Show the girls some love and support. Get there in big numbers. Talk to them. Chat. Mm -hmm. Ask questions. Ask us anything. Uh Mm -hmm. Don't ask ask them nothing about them damn little Nas sneakers. No, we don't do Cussed out. (laughs) We don't do devil. No. I'm coming over there to cuss you out if you mention them damn ragged ass shoes. <laughs> we coming. Yeah, we had so much fun, Steve. Thank you. Uh, last time, Seagram's Escapes wanted us to do it again, and we were happy to oblige. We of had course. so much fun. We did. So, we so kicked You guys got to join us. Yeah. Yes. Make yeah, sure you join fun. us tomorrow. 4 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey FM on Facebook. Shirley and Carla, Judy, call it's me a happy hour. I'm going to call you on and tell you how to get in and everything. I'm going to get yeah. you in there. Uh, Junior, we're going. We're coming in there. Junior, it's at 4 o'clock, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Call him at Eastern. 2. Call him at 2. It's going to take him two hours. start working him on how to get in there. I'm just telling you, you're going to need some time. You're going to need a lot of time to get him in there. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Huh. I got hate, fun, hate, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hate, hate, hate. It's going to be fun. <laughs> but cheers. We'll see you tomorrow at yeah. 4, okay? And, uh, happy hour. Junior, where you at April 1st? I'm over at the Atlanta Comedy Theater here in the ATL. Uh, 7 o'clock showtime. I'm going to be ready. Uh, I can't I can't wait because I've been in this house for a year now. Uncle. I ain't, I ain't performed. <laughs> I, I've been working on and my And then Tommy, where you going to be? I'm going to be on TV April 2nd. You hear me? Yeah. yeah. On the own network, Ready to Love, you can catch me, 9, 8 Central on OWN, Ready to Love, number four, here I come. And then April 16th, 18th, that's that's Birmingham, Alabama, baby, at the Stardome. Five shows. This uh, Magic City Classic Weekend, the nephew will be in town. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so kind. Yes, sir. And, and when you yes. leave Birmingham, can you go over to Huntsville, Alabama, and say what's up? To uh, the who? cast of Love and Marriage Huntsville, because we love them. <laughs> don't speak we to love. Martell. Don't, no, don't no, not Martell. Just no. Melody. <laughs> I'm mad at him. Anybody want to ask me what I'm doing? Yeah, uh, oh, what, yeah. You what are you doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to host that damn versus, man. <laughs> Y'all better get ready. I need every Earth, Wind, and Fire Isley brother fan on planet Earth. I want this to be the biggest versus ever, because let me tell you something. I don't care who you are. Mm. One of these songs that meant something to you. Oh, yeah. If your ass is an adult, one of these songs not only has meant something to you, Mm -hmm. but has done something to you. Oh, yeah. 
And if you're a real adult, you done done something to somebody to this record. Between the sheets. Mm -hmm. Love's holiday. Footsteps in the dark. I ain't even. I'm not even gonna try to. I'm. I'm so grateful. If the Lord let me live for this, to sit between Ron Isley, Verdine White, and Philip Bailey, I'm gonna sit between Verdine White, Philip Bailey, and on the other side, Ron and Ernie Isley. Yeah. Now, Ron and Ron gonna Ernie gonna be dressed like a gypsy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the bandana it's and all of that. Ronald Isley gonna be dressed like a pimp. Uh-huh. <laughs> Verdine gonna be dressed like an old stripper. <laughs> <laughs> you already know this. And Philip gonna be dressed like the pastor's. 50th silver anniversary, <laughs> but he's a former blues singer. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's so stupid. I'm excited. And I'm gonna be sitting in the middle right with there, no damn tie on. This will be history. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be nice. This will oh, be yeah, history. This is be I want everybody, get your young people to tell you how to log on. Now, you, if you can download the Triller, if you can go on Triller, you can watch it in HD. Trilla has it on in HD. Now let me ask y'all something. Is Trilla a app? It's a website. What is Instagram? Go to Trilla. Don't this ain't no damn. You can do it on Instagram, but it's harder. We want everybody on Trilla. It's HD. Call your nephews, your grandkids. (laughs) A lot of aunties. Call your damn uh, Mm -hmm. nieces. Call your sons and daughters and find out what your old ass. Because I know Steve said cut on Thriller. No, I did not. I said Triller. <laughs> Nobody said a damn thing about Thriller. It's just a Thriller. That's not what this is. It's Triller. Rhymes with Gorilla. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> Let me stop that because Steve said it's on Gorilla. <laughs> it's on Triller. It's that glue that girl had in her hand. I heard she gonna be on there too. <laughs> She's, She's pregnant. pregnant. Uh huh. What? Yeah. Oh, oh man. As she got she that glue, out, she got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't smart though. I don't care how pretty you are. If you don't you put gorilla glue in your hair, we okay. don't need to date. No, I don't date you people. You have everybody like putting gorilla glue in their hair. Again. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great day. Uh, rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
GEICO knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that GEICO always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. GEICO Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 